0: to my core at how smooth my hair looked especially that frizzy top part you know in in your part all those little baby hairs coming through that frizzy part that was smooth so shout out way for consistently delivering products that actually work and do what they say they're going to do on the bottle frizz free up your schedule with way go to dot com and enter promo code meet for 15% off any product that's dot com promo Code me tanks. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the pod. You're about to listen to one of my proudest episodes, okay? Single Girl Calendar Management. Now, I love being practical, I really, really love being practical, and single girl calendar management is probably the single biggest shift that I've made in my life that makes me enjoy being single. I'm so serious. It is a mindset shift. It is a calendar management, as the name would suggest. It is a practical tool that you can use to be happier, okay? Now, You've just got to start doing it. You've got to start doing it. And this is also a great time to do it because it's the beginning of the year. You're looking at your year and I want you to plan out far in advance. I talk about this in the episode, but plan out far in advance. Okay. Think about the summer, you know, think about one week that you wanted to, okay, maybe you want to go to Nantucket with your friends, plan it now, book it, Now, get it done so you have shit to be excited for, so that your life is funny and interesting, so that you have stuff going on, so that the universe knows that you are creating your own fun. I really think this is just one of the most important episodes I've ever done. I think about it all the time. My life is so much happier since I've been doing this. So I really hope that you guys find it useful and that you can apply this to the next year of your fabulous life. I want to hit this right on the nose, okay? Just because I am very happy and feel good in myself when I'm single, it doesn't mean that I don't get pangs of loneliness. It doesn't mean that I don't get pangs of, oh, I wish I had a boyfriend. And for a long time, I didn't want to outwardly say that because I thought it would crumble everything that I've talked to you guys about, about how important it is to fill up your own cup. And then I was like, no, the pod squad is really smart. And lately you've been going there with me. You've been talking about, we've been talking about these nuanced topics that are tough and you've really been going there with me. So I'm like, no, I'm going to go there. I feel happy when I'm alone. I feel grateful for every day. I really do. I really do. But I still get pangs of like, fuck, I really wish I had a boyfriend. And I mentioned on Instagram the main three times that I get those pangs when I'm single. Weekend mornings, weddings, and... Concerts because you know me, I love, love, love live music. It's my favorite thing to do. I love it so much. And I love going with my friends, but at some point in the concert or like the music festival, I'm like, oh my God, it would be so nice if I had like a big boyfriend right now and we could just like listen to the music together because it's just like so great. So great. And those are my personal times. And you might have different times, right? It might be Friday nights for you. For me, Friday night is like when I'm about to be hot. I'm like, okay, dumb bitch mode activated. Like, I feel good. I feel sexy. Like this is so fun. And by the way, to take it to a nuanced step further, when I'm in a relationship, I get pangs of I wish I was single, even if I'm like super in love with my boyfriend. And I think that's normal. I, I don't know if it's normal. I don't know if you're allowed to say that, but I just fucking said it. Like I get pangs of of like an example would be when I'm with my boyfriend just like doing nothing and I see my friends are all out doing something fun together and I'm like ugh, I kind of wish I was single like I I was doing that with them and you're probably thinking grass is always greener but I don't think that that's what it is actually I think it's just human nature like I think that we get pangs of lots of different wants and emotions like okay I'm a little cold right now or I'm hungry and it passes right it passes I think it's actually helpful to label it too like to me, I feel a lot better when I when I just say like, Ugh, I wish I had a boyfriend right now. Oh, it would be so fun if there's a boy here right now. I liked, you know, whatever. I think it's really important to just label it because then it's not some big thing. Then it's not like I really want a boyfriend. It's just like, oh, it's Sunday morning and I really want to like have sex and go to get a coffee and go to the farmer's market and then have sex again and then like watch a movie. Like, it's okay. And then when you say it, it's like funny and you can like laugh at it and label it and move on. It's just a feeling. It's just a pang. Okay. So there's a difference between a pang and being fundamentally not okay with being single and being like, I can't be happy until I have a boyfriend. I won't know joy until I have a boyfriend. I'm not valid until I have a boyfriend. I don't feel pretty unless I have a boyfriend. Like, those are all major fucking issues. And if any of that is you, you got to start doing the work. Okay, you really got to reach inside and be like, "Whoa, what's going on here? In fact, you should read my book because that's what it's all about. (laughs) The Shift out May 23rd, pre-order now. I know I'm talking about it a lot, guys, but you have no idea how hard I worked on it. Like I've wanted to write a book like since I knew what writing was. And I've spent two years working on this and I just I just want it to go well. I just really do. You guys, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm i you. My pod listeners are the people that I'm closest to. And I, I really got to tell you, I'm just I'm getting nervous. I'm getting so anxious. It's like I've wanted this for so long and I just I really want everyone to love it and I want it to go well. So your support means the world. So we can do another Pod on if you genuinely don't feel okay being single because that's literally me, all of my twenties, and why I wrote the book and why I settled and why I chased boys, yada, yada, yada. I'm talking about like if you're single, you are pretty satisfied with your life, you just don't have a boyfriend right now, um, and you get the pangs, totally get them. That leads me to another mini topic I want to talk about, which is single girl calendar management. So if you know times when you have the pangs, Schedule around them or schedule through them or make sure that you're not alone during those times. So why do you guys think that I spend literally every Saturday with my fake boyfriend? Because that's a time. Otherwise, I would sit there and I'd be like, ugh, like I'm kind of lonely or whatever. Or on Sundays, you know, I always have a packed schedule on Sundays because I don't want to let, I don't want to have any room for loneliness. And like I like to have people around on Sundays. I'm not immune to scaries. I don't think anybody is. That's why I always say get up and go, get out of the house, make a routine on Sunday mornings. Maybe you and your friend, your best friend go to Berries and then you get brunch. And then later that night, you know, I was talking uh, like when I lived in New York. I would see my brother every Sunday. We would go get dinner at a new restaurant and then we'd go to a movie and it became like this amazing, fun tradition. So when I say single girl calendar management, you run your life. And that's a pretty cool thing, right? You control your calendar. You don't have anyone else's calendar. I mean, apart from fucking work, which like bah humbug. You control your life. And it's very important that you are running your calendar and your calendar's not running you. And this really relates to the pangs because not only do I feel like you should identify when you have pangs of loneliness and then schedule shit around them. I also am a firm believer in just scheduling fun. I'm going to tell you something. I used to do a really cringy thing where I used to kind of like wait to be invited or I would think in the back of my head I'd be like, oh, I'll probably have a boyfriend this Christmas. So I literally tell my parents, I'd be like, I'd probably have a boyfriend this Christmas, so count me out. And they would be like, okay, delusional queen. Here's what I know, guys. Every time I have just gone ahead and scheduled trips, events, dinners, fun shit with my friends and my family and people that I love, I have gotten a boyfriend. I swear to God. When it's barren out there, when there is no guys to be found is when I've been waiting around. And it's even with friends too. Like in the summer, I always used to be like, well, maybe someone will plan or get invited. And and you know then I realized the most powerful thing is to look at your year, your week, your month, whatever, and be like, what do I want to do? What sounds fun to me? And then find people who want to do it with you. Plan as if you won't have a boyfriend. Plan trips. Boyfriends happen when you make other plans. And it's up to you to make the fun. This is what I always say about shifting your energy, right? All of that energy of like, I wish I had a boyfriend. I need a boyfriend. Stop. Control-Alt-Delete. Shift. How am I going to have fun this week? How am I going to have fun this year? And you just do it. That's totally what happened to me last year when I was like, I was in a funk. I was like not having fun. I was like, I need to get out of L.A. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to the Hamptons and then I'm going to Europe to be with Camilla and Jyoti for two weeks. Like, And then I'm going to go here. And then literally went to the Hamptons, met someone because I wasn't thinking about it. I was thinking about my life. Don't forget, you are the main character of your life. You are writing the Netflix movie. You need to make the plot interesting for her, right? You are the director and she needs she's not a fucking side character. Okay. She's not a supporting actress. She's the main character. So you have to think, how does she, where, where all the season's going to take place this year? Oh my God. Maybe we're going to book a weekend trip to go see our childhood friend. Oh my God. Maybe we're going to go to Vegas to see Usher together with all my other girlfriends. Like what, what are you going to do to make the Netflix movie of your life? Interesting. Single girl calendar management. I have a friend in, in LA who's so good at this. She's single and she's always busy. And again, I'm not saying if you don't need to always be busy, by all means, don't be. But she's always seeing friends. She's like always got a brunch planned on Sunday and she's always got something fun and interesting to say because of it. And I really love that. I really love that. And I try to do it as much as possible, too, because too many times I have been on Sunday nights alone getting the scaries, being like, oh my God, questioning my whole existence. And I'm like, you know how I could ameliorate that is literally by just having a dinner party every Sunday or having a barbecue. It doesn't have to be fancy, just has to be something. So look at your week and be like, I'm gonna make this week my bitch. I'm gonna make this month my bitch. I'm gonna make this year my bitch. One of my main resolutions this year was to spend very meaningful time with my friends and family, like a really, really special time and like carve that out. And that so far, so good. I've done it. I was like, I want to go to Coachella with these people, like exact people. I want I'm going to Spain for my friend's wedding. And I was like, Camilla, come with me to Barcelona for the two days before we're going to Barcelona. I already have my August trip planned with Joti and Camilla because we we spend time together every year. Like it's also great if you can get in a little groove with a group like us three, my my two London best friends and me, like we always spend go to Soho Farmhouse in in uh, the the day before thanksgiving we always go to ascot together we always do a summer trip together we have that shit carved out and then it's just like camilla is another person who's really good at this by the way she's always doing something she works like a absolute animal that one she is so smart and so cool and she also is always doing something cool she's like i'm going to play oh i'm going to madrid i'm like what that's so cool so note down when you get sad or lonely. Note down when you get pangs and schedule it. Schedule around it. I'm serious. And the freedom that we have when we're single is incredible. It's not depressing. Trust me, it's incredible. It's beautiful. So anytime you feel like, oh my God, I want a boyfriend energy, just be like, whoa, what can I plan that's fun? Another thing I love to do is like, Whatever the concert venue is in your area, I love to go on and I just look everything up. I just look everything up and I'm like, okay, someone's coming in, you know, December. I'm going to book it now. And then it's booked and you have shit to get excited about and it's fun and it's in advance. Like Beyonce, I'm planning to go to. I don't have tickets yet, but I will. I will do anything to go to Beyonce. Taylor, I was like, I'm going to go to Taylor. I'm going to my two close close girlfriends from new york are going to come with me to chicago plan that shit and also To be blunt, the more shit you have going on, like the hotter you are. I swear to God, like if you are single and you want to have like that fun girl energy on you, if you're like, oh my, if you meet someone and you're like, I, yeah, I'm just like, you know, I'm just here desperate for a boyfriend. It's like, okay, that's not amazing. If you're like, yeah, I'm going, I'm driving up upstate this week to go on a hike that I found. Oh my God. Yes. And then this summer I'm going to visit my parents and we're going to do this lake trip that I've always wanted to take them on. Like that's sexy. That's cool. You control your life. It's up to you to make the fun. And remember, having fun is so fun. And the more fun you have in your own life, the more you focus maniacally on your friends, your job, your self-care routine, your work, your self-work, your trips, your concerts, I promise you, the happier you'll be and the easier people will drop into your life. This is totally what the book is about and also remember comparison is the thief of joy right that's just another side note that I have to end with it's like yes you can have your pangs we all have them they come and go but you can't sit there every weekend being like oh I wish I had a boyfriend like I would be happy about it because you wouldn't be if you're really not happy like with yourself or your life single you won't be with a boyfriend either It's okay to have pangs. It's not okay to hate your life. And single single girl calendar management is a key unlock to being happy, to being joyful, and to eventually being a better partner because you'll have this this great rhythm of doing things that make you happy and fill up your cup. Like tonight. Going to the Rangers game, you know, just got to book, 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 plan, 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 activity, activity, activity. Take time to rest. You know, you're smart. I don't have to qualify everything. I don't have to say, you know, if you want to stay in, stay in. But I'm saying you figure out the level of socialization that's right for you. Socialization, socializing, tanks, have another coffee. You figure out and and then you and then you organize to it. You're your own assistant you're your own secretary you're you're pretend you're scheduling for like a badass bitch you're like oh she's gonna want to do something this weekend you know what she's gonna want a reservation like pretend it's fun the best time to visit Scottsdale, Arizona is actually in the summer. When you summer in Scottsdale, you can stay in five-star resorts for three-star prices and get access to the best Scottsdale has to offer at the best rates. There are so many ways to stay cool while feeling hot in Scottsdale over the summer, including tranquil pool scenes or rowdy pool parties, world-class shopping museums, and art galleries. You guys, I am about to fire up my group chat because I love the idea of going to Scottsdale this summer. I love the idea that we can take it any way we want. We can go to a fancy dinner. We can get rowdy at a pool party. I've heard of the famous pool parties in Scottsdale and I need to experience them because there's nothing I love more than sunshine and a good time. Visit experiencescottsdale.com tinks to learn more and start planning your trip. That's experiencescottsdale.com tinks. do all that reading is just fantastic. I love to be in the reading community and Book of the Month is an incredible way to really get engaged with your reading. Maybe you wanna pick it back up for summer pandora.net. Pandora, be love. A consistent body care routine is so important to me, you guys. I love to feel good in myself. I love to feel good in my skin. It is our largest organ, so I like to take care of it, and I like to look good while naked. Yes, I admit it. You guys know I am obsessed with Osea and a lot of it in part is because of how the products make me feel. So I love that I can trust everything that they make because they put such care and thought into each product. And I love how body products make my skin feel very soft, very smooth. There's a no harsh chemicals or dyes in any of it. It's just natural and it makes me feel naturally good. Glow from the inside out with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code tinks at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60, head to oseamalibu.com and use code Tinks for 10% off. Hey guys, hope the holidays are going well for you. I love you all so much. Thank you for giving me the space to take a little bit of time off. We are listening back to some of my greatest hits from this year, so please enjoy. There is nothing worse than a batteries not included friend, and I've had to cut a few friends because they are just so draining. So draining. Now, Robert Greene is in his book Forty Eight Laws of Power. He doesn't, or which one? Is, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, Forty Eight Laws of Power. I don't know one of his books. He doesn't say battery is not included, friend, but he meant it. Okay, when he's talking about people, negative people who drain you. Another way to say it is fountains not drains. We want fountains as friends, not drains. This is an important episode, okay? Because as women, we always want to see the best in people, and we always want to see the best of our, in our friends. But you need to be aware of the batteries not included friend who swoops in and is like, oh, let me just trauma dump on you for this entire lunch. And then and then when the check is coming, she's like, anyway, how are you? And you're like, "Uh, I'm good, I guess. Beware the batteries not included friend. Sometimes you look back at a time, whether it's a trip or a group dinner, and you're like, I did not have fun. That was not a good use of my time and energy. I feel kind of empty. I feel kind of tired after that. And it's very important to think about why it's really, really, really important because very rarely are, is it just like not, I mean, sometimes, sometimes it's just not fun. But if you're getting this weird feeling like, why did I really hate that group dinner on Friday? You got to start thinking, hmm, is there, is there a reason? Was it a decision I made? Did I not really want to go? Did I not want to spend my money in that way? Did I not want to spend my time in that way? Or were the people who were there not giving me good energy? And that brings me into what I want to talk about today, which is batteries not included, friends. And I've mentioned this before in passing, and I think it's such an important concept because I've had them, I have them, You've had them. You definitely have some right now in your life. And I'm going to talk about how you can spot them, what a batteries not included friendship looks like, and then what I think you should do about it, because it's real. It's very real. So. How to spot a battery's not included friend. And by the way, I did not create this term. I want to go on the record and say that I cannot for the fucking life of me remember where I heard it. I'm sure it's a genius psychiatrist or something, but I didn't. I didn't create this term, but I have loved it and used it ever since I heard it. So how to spot them. So again, it starts with a feeling. Maybe you're hanging with someone and then afterwards you feel really drained feel really tired like you leave a hang session and even though you just got lunch with someone you feel like fucking exhausted you're like I need to go home and like rest for a couple hours or you feel super obligated to hang out with someone like your body is saying "No, no 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 don't make this plan but your mind is like no you gotta see them oh you gotta see them uh you feel dread before hanging out with them like on the morning of a hang with someone, you're like, oh, God. You're like, I wonder if I can cancel. I shouldn't cancel. Ooh, maybe they'll cancel. I hope they cancel. Oh, my God. Or, or you're, you're trying to put you're. Try- this is a classic. This is what I would always do with a battery's not included. I try to rope someone else in. I'd be like, you know what? Why don't we invite... Why don't we invite Jill? Why don't we invite Jackie, too? Why don't we make it the four of us? Yeah. And you're like, wait, why am I doing that? Your subconscious is very smart right? It's saying this person is not serving you. But really the main, the main one is that you feel exhausted from the friendship and you don't feel like you get anything back in return. You feel like just drained, like your battery is drained, like you go in with a 99% green bar, you leave the hang, you're at fucking 10% red warning, okay? That's not normal. That's a one-sided friendship. That's a battery is not included friend. And what these friends do is they come to you and sorry to use a disgusting metaphor, but they leech you. they energy leech you. They latch on and they suck the energy right out of you. And when they leave the hang, they feel great. Trust me, they are fucking rocking out of that lunch spot. They're like, oof, I'm on cloud nine. I have full battery energy. Yes. They're not thinking about you at all, by the way, at all. They're, they don't think about you apart from when they need a boost and then they hit you up, right? They only think about you when they need you. They don't think about your job. They don't think about your situationship that you're going through. They didn't ask if your dad was feeling better from the foot surgery he had because they don't remember. They don't remember really anything about your life, quite frankly, Let's talk more about what it can look like. So not remembering anything about your life is a classic. They're like, how's your sister? And you're like, I have two brothers and we've known each other for three years. They're like, how's that? um, How's that thing you're doing at work? And you're like the presentation I gave to the president of my company. It went really well. It was it was six months ago, actually. It can look like that. It can look like them only talking about themselves like that's the only topic of conversation and if anything else arises they somehow relate it back to them right classic you're like oh my god yeah I was watching Vanderpump Rules and the friend is like well actually it's so funny because when I was in LA one time literally I saw the cast and like they looked at me and like I felt like they want to be my and you're like oh I just want to talk about what's going on the show but okay Um, they never ask questions. They never ask questions. Like you go the whole lunch and you realize that they just haven't asked you anything about how you are. They've just been talk, talk, talking the whole time. I had an experience once with a friend like this where she was so narcissistic. And one time I like towards the end of our friendship, I, I started timing the amount of time that she would talk about herself uninterrupted I'm not kidding you guys because I'm a Virgo and I like to do stuff like even if it's just for me I like to do like kind of sneaky stuff like that just just so that I know I'm not crazy because I love factual receipts one time for 35 minutes I said barely two words the whole time she spoke about herself and then when I tried to leave I'll never forget this we were sitting on a stoop outside in New York and she goes wait wait I know I need more time with you and if you are a people pleaser Or if you are an advice giver, if you are that person in your friend, you are more susceptible to batteries, not included friends because you're already in that mode. Right. You're already in that mode. You fucking love feeling needed. It's okay, I do, too. I love being a good friend. Like, I love being the person I fucking get off on my friend calling me being like, I really need advice. That's fine once in a while. But if that is all that that person uses you for that's not a friendship. That's an unpaid therapist. It can also look like the them, the friend only wanting to do one thing with you. So, so like an example I'm thinking of is a couple of months ago, we had a caller on the show and she was like, all my friends want to do is like go out and binge drink at the same bar. And I just like, I'm not feeling good about it anymore. And like anytime I try to not not go they like call me out and this one friend like always comes over and drags me out and then like that's the only time that I see them like that's another version of a batteries not included friend because they're just kind of like weighing you down and holding you in place when you're trying to grow they want you to kind of validate their experience they want you to be there so that they feel good about their choice to be there could also look like maybe they copy you a lot or like they, they take from you creatively, maybe you're a super creative person. I know that's kind of vague, but I, I, I've had it, and I, I feel like it's actually more common than you think. Like maybe you're a super maybe you have like a million great restaurants to go to a million ideas of what to do on the weekends and they're they're always just like, what are we doing this weekend? What are we doing this weekend? can you can you organize this? Can you organize that? Ooh, that's another great one when they want you to plan everything and I get it. Some people are planners and they love it. And that's fine if you do. But if that's, that, that's what they demand from you all the time and they're not giving anything to the friendship in return, again, it's a battery's not included friend. If you guys have read any Robert Greene, you know that he warns against people like this, right? Don't forget, you are the sum of the people that you hang out with. And more importantly, you have limited time and energy. Right That I've spoken about this before And it's so fucking important To drill into your head You have limited Time And energy Think of I try to think about it like A hundred points in a day A hundred energy points Right because time, time is so confusing for humans. We, we've come to equate time with things that, like, it's very hard for us to wrap our heads around, even though it's the only limited resource on earth. It's really hard. We, we keep doing shit that we don't want. So, for me, I'm very sensitive energy wise. You guys know that's why I talk about plug in the wall time. I need my alone time so that I feel good. You have to think, like, how many energy points am I willing to give this person? And, and what are they giving me in return? Because if they're really giving you nothing, you've got to re examine the friendship. Here's the thing with batteries, not included friends. It's never going to be enough for them. Whatever the thing is that they're taking from you, whether it's advice, whether it's they're copying you nonstop, whether they always want to drink on a Friday night, like those friends will never be satiated. And it's up to you to break the pattern. If you leave hanging with a friend, specific friend, four times in a row and you're exhausted after each time, It's time to reevaluate. And I'm not saying ghost them. I'm not saying, you know, give up that friendship. But I'm saying be thoughtful with your time. Again, super difficult for people pleasers because we want to be we want to make people happy. We want to be needed. We want it to all be okay, And then who suffers? Then all of a sudden we're having a nervous breakdown because we have no energy left. We have crazy Sunday scaries because we went out with this friend on a Saturday night when we didn't want to, et cetera, et cetera. It's funny. I feel like batteries not included friends are more common with older friends, like as in people that are grandfathered into your life and then super new friends who you haven't sussed out yet. Not not a rule. But just a trend that I noticed, like, you know, you have that that friend who you've known since college. And like every time she just wants to talk about her terrible relationship for two hours at lunch and then you get up and she's like trauma dumped on you and you hasn't asked you a single question. And you're like, why am I friends with her? And then you're like, but she was my college roommate. We go way back. We go way back. Yeah, you do. But that doesn't mean. That she gets to trauma dump on you every other weekend for two hours at brunch and leave you feeling frazzled and stressed. And then it's also like new friends, because for me, I love new friends. I make friends very easily and I, I, I people come into my life and I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And then I, I actually sometimes it takes me a while to suss people out. I'm not that good a judge of character immediately. I'll be honest. And. So you have to be wary, right? You have to be wary with how people are making you feel. This is why, you guys, it always comes back to how do people make you feel? People don't remember what you say. People don't remember how you look. They remember how you make them feel. So think about how these people are making you feel. What to do about it. I mean, it's a boundaries question. Boundaries is a whole nother episode, but you're, you're all smart. You, you know what a boundary is. You know when to protect your energy. I just think that being aware is really the first step. Really being critical of like the people in your life and how you feel after you hang with them. It, it's so important. I mean, one of my most viral videos on TikTok ever was related to this because I was saying, the, the cheat code to life is pay attention to how you feel after you hang out with people and only hang out with people who you leave feeling good after. And I'm not saying just take. you got to give to the relationship, too. But in a good friendship, you should leave a hang session, both feeling energized, happy, fulfilled, loved, full of nourishment. So important. Hey guys, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed that little uh, recap, little playback. (laughs) I hope you're having good holidays and I'm already so excited for next year. I have so many good ideas for this podcast. So thanks for being part of this community. athletic wear that is just the cutest ever and so, so, so comfortable. You know me. I'm all about comfort. I'm all about feeling cozy while on the go and I am always on the go. So go Roback. We love that you're in women's wear now. It's 2024. The spring's coming and ladies, it's time to check out Roback for yourself. So use the code Tinks on Roback.com for a generous 20% off your first order for all hoodies, joggers, skorts, and more. That's spelled R.